Welcome to General Depravity. allegiance to these United States of America. I pledge allegiance to these United States of America. That's what you gotta say when you really want to drive the point home. You add the word these. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. See, that doesn't convey enough passion. I pledge allegiance to these United States of America. You gotta accentuate the proper words. To prove who loves America the most. I love her, I love her dearly. If you refer to her as she, then you, you really love America. You want to make sweet love to America. America, I love her dearly. I love these United States of America. America. I love America. Not South America or Central America, but I love North America as long as you don't include Canada or Mexico or any of these other countries that don't really mean anything, don't, they don't do nothing to provide for the world as far as technological event. Okay, this is getting. I pledge allegiance to America. But that, that's not right. Why only America? I pledge allegiance to North and South America, the North and South America. I mean, even if you did pledge allegiance to America, why would you, you know, genocide its native people? I pledge allegiance to all nations and its people on Earth. But that doesn't really make sense either. Because, uh, why would you want to promote this idea of nationalistic pride? <sighs> Think globally. A world without borders. I, I pledge allegiance to the entire world. All the people on Earth. Well, well, I guess I wouldn't want to forget about the animals. I can't. I pledge allegiance to the United States, the animals, the roller coasters, the ice cream cones. But why things so small? I pledge allegiance to the entirety of the cosmos. Now you've got it. Now you've got it. The entire universe. 
pledge allegiance to the entirety of the universe. But wait, that don't sound right. There's a lot of bad that exists in the world. And certainly the world must be considered a microcosm of the entire universe. So I pledge allegiance to all good things in the entire universe. Now you're on to something. Only pledge allegiance to the good things in the entirety of existence and all sentient life forms. Because everybody, even the best person on earth, is going to have some bad ideas. For example, Albert Einstein. Great scientist. But we gotta be honest. His business card said Albert Einstein. Scientist. Cousin fucker. Bomb creator. There's no way around it. He wrote love letters to his cousin. You don't write letters to your cousin under any circumstance. I mean, maybe one letter per lifetime when you say, Hey, Grandma died. No one cares about Grandpa. You just say, Hey, Grandma died. It's going to be a cold winter. We're running out of firewood. End message. P.S. Join me if your um, horse is feeling better. That's it. You write one letter to your cousin, all the way down in Bama. That means you you are making love to your cousin. He used his most formal poetic handwriting that he had been practicing all his life, accentuating the W's to write to this sweet comely young lass you know and if you ever doubted his genius before just think of how much game you would need to effectively seduce your own cousin if you don't respect Einstein after that I just don't know what to say so that's what Einstein did He had a, uh, a, a 3002 IQ, wanted to create a 2 IQ baby. Just the way Einstein wrote. Can't hate on it, man. Maybe he was just at a higher level of thinking. <laughs> a brain once stretched by new ideas can never maintain uh, its original shape. It's a rough paraphrasing of something he said. So I guess what he meant is like once you think about fucking your cousin and you realize you have the intelligence to do so, you do it. You do it well. That was his prerogative. I don't necessarily agree. But he did help create the bomb. The atomic bomb that can kill us at any second. 
the staples easy button, the president can just jump in his nightgown and press. Just tap it in a sleepwalk. Our president, the president of several other nations, I'm sure, can start a nuclear holocaust at their beck and call tomorrow. Destroying all of mankind. It would be so simple. And it would, it would set off a global string of events no different than a doomsday device. Because people are so hot-tempered and tensions are so high globally. And people... I mean, they might have a sense of awareness as far as the severity of their actions. But, you know, all it takes is one person to have the bad idea. One person in power. And you can only hope they have enough rooms full of horrors in their palaces to keep them sedated and sane enough to not want to, you know, bring about that nuclear winter. There's all this nationalism and patriotism because down here in America, we are the number one country on earth. We are the number one. We're number one. Can you prove it wrong? No. We're number one. You know? We're number one. Jesus is real. And, uh, uh, and a man who's 700 pounds fits through your chimney. It all makes sense. But think about it. Do you really think China goes around telling their people they're number two? Despite their excess of production of goods? Do you think the dude really gets in front of a, you know, a megaphone and starts shouting? We're the, we're the second greatest country on earth for a reason, folks. We're number two. More realistically, though, everyone has their individual propaganda. I don't know. I'm just speculating. You know? Just speculating on a hypothesis is all. Everyone tells their people they're number one. You know, I'm sure the Swedes are like, we are number one because we are the most diplomatic. I do not know if I am speaking for Swedish or Germany. <clears throat> and then Germany says they're number one because they won the World Cup and uh, they have amazing schools. And and then Canada's like, well, we are number one because we're America. We're the new world, but we don't have all the gun violence and we got good health care. And then people in Liberia are like, we're number one, but they say it ironically. Because they are so fucking far from number one. I mean, Greece, they probably still think they're number one. You know? Because they were number one back in the day. 
creating the blueprint for modern civilization. All the philosophers and whatnot. Everyone is number one. Everyone's the shit to themselves. It's the whole thing about nationalism. There's no rational common sense required. But do you really want to live in a world where it's so easy for us to destroy ourselves? Because that's kind of what it is. You know, any moment the bomb can go off. But that just brings me to a whole other ideology. The ideology that we, or that anyone really, is better or worse off. I don't know how true that is. Everyone is subjugated by their environment to a certain degree. Everyone's a victim to their environment. Just because someone's a rich cunt. Being smacked around by Jeff Goldblum. Do you think it was really their own fault? That the rich are conceited shitbags? Or is it really just... They don't know any better. They weren't born in a situation where they ever had their, you know... Feet placed on the fire. How do you expect them to have learned these values? When they're in a society that... Mm, for all intents and purposes, is pushing them in the direction of whatever the general consensus is of that environment. If every kid in their environment is spoiled, what are the odds that, you know, they aren't? And, um, and you gotta wonder about the relativity of it all. We recognize horrors as wrong. When we see atrocities happen, genocides, when we contemplate mass starvation, when we consider five million children a year starved to death, they have a bet. But who really has a bet? Is it them or is it us? Because they just got to starve to death. They never got to worry about a failed job interview or being rejected on a prom date or the other 80 years of life you live after the age of five they don't gotta worry about this stuff stress-free they don't gotta you know no college education they get all the fun years you know before your life is destroyed once you discover you know wanking they don't got to do all that. They just hang out with their, you know, 11 siblings. And that's just it. But me, man, I got to think about all their, you know, misery. I'm like Magneto. I got to think about all their suffering. And try to do something about it and consider... How deformed the world is and how to change it. It's not easy on a person. Yeah. 
as I'm watching Back to the Future for a third time in weeks. Who has it? Who has it bad? Who has it truly bad? At any moment, we can all be lost. At any moment, the bomb can... <laughs>